Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It is Tuesday, August 16th, and you are listening to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Another episode in which we highlight a program that has been ascending in the recruiting rankings and from a national perspective, maybe surprising some people. We're talking about Baylor and Dave Aranda. 24 commitments, a top 20 class in the national team recruiting rankings, 16th overall to be specific. And to discuss it, we've got George. Jordan Scruggs on the line. He covers the Baylor Bears over on the 24-7 Sports Network. Jordan, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Blair. How are you? Doing well. Thank you so much for, for joining us. It's a interesting program to monitor from a recruiting perspective because when you just look at them numerically, right, with 24 commitments, number 16 nationally, uh, a pair of top 24-7 prospects in that list, including a quarterback that had been drawing a lot of attention, had been garnering a lot of buzz about potentially being on flip watch, other schools making a strong push. Austin Novosad decides to stick it through and he will be signing with Baylor. But I think there are deeper conversations to be had, and we're going to get into some of those as it relates to the the power balance in the Big 12, Maybe the future of Dave Aranda, which seems to have his name emerge in coaching rumors year after year. But let's begin at the top with the the highest rated commit in this class, spearheading this group, Austin Novosad. How important was it for them to hang on to his commitment after big time schools were after his his flip, right? Like Ohio State entered the picture. Uh, he showed really well at the Elite 11 finals in Los Angeles earlier this summer. And for him to stick to Baylor, I thought was pretty noteworthy. You know, it's a tremendous win for the Waco football program. And, you know, I think this could be something that goes forward in the future and helps them recruit other top players who kind of experience a second type of recruitment or a blow up is what we call it. And, you know, Baylor, they went out to the first recruitment, they went out to the second recruitment, and it was based off relationships. Baylor's quarterback coach, Sean Bell, 
if they didn't have him, I firmly believe that, you know, this could look a lot different with Austin Novosad. They might have never gotten him in the first place without Sean Bell. The relationship he has with Austin Novosad is probably the closest relationship I've seen between prospect and a coach in my short time in covering recruiting. And, you know, overall, I think if Baylor can repeat the same success they had on the field last year, they could definitely be in the race for more top high profile guys similar to Austin Novoset. Yeah. Is there a sense when you do speak to some of the recruits in this class or, you know, in your interactions with with Austin Novoset or those around him that there is a a sense of ownership and what Baylor has been able to accomplish? Because, you know, you look at some of the schools that are in and around Baylor uh, in the recruiting rankings, right? They're ahead of of, uh, some SEC programs. Uh, They're right in that mix, right, with, with Oregon, which had been getting the number one class out west uh texas tech which also has a big class with 25 commitments louisville is is behind baylor right now and they've been making a lot of national noise arkansas is in that mix as well and in you know kind of pushing for a potential top 10 finish you know if things go well on the field i think that's the 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 ingredient um but when when you look at novosad's status in this group i mean was there a sense of him being able to just you know, being able to kind of know, hey, I'm one of the big reasons why Baylor has, in a way, been able to be successful on the recruiting trail. Yeah, I, I do think that Austin Novosad being in the group definitely, you know, helps keep the guys who are also kind of experiencing uh, the term second recruitment in their lives. But I mean, overall, a lot of these kids, a lot of these players, a lot of these commits, while Austin was the very first commit, I do believe they committed to Baylor, you know, for themselves. I think Austin helped recruit or peer recruit some of the players. But, you know, overall, I think a lot of these guys would be at Baylor by themselves. And I, I credit that to the coaching staff and being able to, you know, find talent and what they believe in developing talent um, with a raw athlete. Yeah, there there is the other underlying factor right now, looking at in-state recruiting and looking at the future of the Big 12. I mean, those are two topics in a way that could in a way act as roadblocks for for Dave Aranda and, and that program right with with Texas being a top three recruiting class right now and being able to have as much buzz and and momentum as they do Texas A&M has been highly successful in the state of Texas in, in recent years uh, Texas Tech with, with Coach McGuire there now emphasizing high school recruiting and having his ties in the state I mean they're would be a lot of potential there for Baylor not to have the success that they've had. I mean, like I feel like there are enough hurdles there where it makes it impressive that they're number 16th overall in the country. And then you have the other factor, right? The Big 12 and the the uncertainty of what's going to happen with, you know, the forming of some potential power five or some potential super conferences, what's going to happen with conference realignment, what's going to happen with expansion. There are so many different unknowns, I think, in the world of college football recruiting that present those hurdles for for Baylor but it's been impressive to see them uh continuing to 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 I guess chug along in a way. The other topic I, I did want to get into it with you was, was the the Dave Aranda, the inevitable coaching swirls, right? The the just the rumors and and him being on essentially every hot board that comes out when the coaching carousel happens at the end of the season or close to it. And that's another I think negative recruiting tactic that might be working against Baylor when they are pitching the future of the program to recruits. What sense have you gotten from this group, which already has 24 commits, 
as you know as it pertains to maybe their their vision for this program and and their belief that Dave Aranda will be coaching them you know I think you know opposite schools that are in recruiting race Baylor you know they're obviously going to use that tactic against them the notorious negative recruiting aspect but you know I don't think any of the players the current players on the team the current commits uh, in the class and you know overall the coaching staff worried about it you know talking to those sources close to the team and, you know, people in the class, parents, stuff like that. Coach Dave Aranda, he he firmly believes he can win a national championship in Waco. He firmly believes that. And, you know, he said time and time again, this is where he wants to be. This is where he wants to stay. And, you know, that's not just him. That goes all the way down throughout uh, the whole coaching staff, the whole, whole personnel staff. You know, they all are bought into staying in, uh, in Waco, staying with Baylor, you know, building this program into what it could be um, and what they believe it should be. You know, I think I really truly do believe Aranda's in this for the long haul um, and that, you know, he'll be here quite a long time. Yeah. And that's obviously a, a pitch that the recruits have have bought into as well, obviously, with some success here in the 2023 recruiting cycle. We're going to continue our conversation on the Baylor Bears and the success here in the recruiting rankings. You are listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Blair Angulo joined by Jordan Scruggs. He covers the Baylor Bears for the 24-7 Sports Baylor site, uh, recruiting analysts. And you go out quite a bit out in the state of Texas, right? Jordan, what's what's it been like? Uh, have you started to get the itch uh, ahead of the call or ahead of the high school season? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, it, there's been an itch since, you know, the the 6AD2 state championship game wrapped <laughs> up at Jerry World uh, last December. You know, there's nothing like it. I got a bit of a taste Friday night for it. Um, I went to a scrimmage down in Ocampo and saw Ruben Owens and the Rice Birds. Uh, scrimmage versus LaGrange with Barry Brown Rogers and Bears commit Jaron Woods at D-line. You know, they only played a, a handful of snaps. So you don't want your best players getting hurt. But the vibe down there, it, it was it was great to feel it again. Great to be on the sideline again. The only thing we were missing were the band and the fans. And, you know, the cheerleaders, everything that makes the atmosphere what it is in Texas high school football. Wow. You know how I know Texas high school football is a big deal? We got starters being limited reps. Uh, that has some NFL preseason vibes to it. Uh, I was actually out in the state of Utah this past week for the start of high school football. These games counted and there were some storms. There was like a monsoon developing up in the mountains. And uh, so we had some drizzle. We had a little bit of rain. So although the I guess the climate or the the weather wasn't as great. It was it was obviously great to be out there and, and to see the the start of football. We've just got two more Saturdays to go until the college football season begins as well. And 
I think it's important that Baylor has already picked up essentially the 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 bulk of its of its commitments. Twenty four already in this class. Do you anticipate uh, a couple more spots being filled before the season, or are they are they waiting on a, on a handful of of prospects? Um. Yeah. It it is a relatively full class compared to other uh, other programs. You know, like you said, they're at twenty four. The belief is that they're taking twenty five, maybe twenty six right now. But right now, what I've heard. Uh, there's about one, there is one spot open and pretty much best available and that they'd like to get it filled before the season. But if not, they can take it into signing day in case, you know, there's a senior who experiences a tremendously late recruiting rise um, that they're able to get on the, in the class. Yeah, absolutely. Leaving some room for a potential late riser or, hey, our colleague Steve Wolfong likes to break out the spatula. So it could be flip season at some point as well, especially if Baylor is able to continue to make strides on the field and show that they are, you know, maybe not just a one or two year wonder uh, that they are here to stay under Dave Aranda. And and I, I think that's another key component. We mentioned Austin Novosad off the top, and, and he's the highest rated commitment in this class, had a terrific summer like I mentioned with some of the momentum that he had built on the recruiting on the recruiting trail he had a really good week at the elite 11 finals in Los Angeles to really I think compete against some of the nation's best quarterbacks and to to prove that he he belongs in that conversation what else do you like Jordan about this Baylor class is there a specific position group or maybe a couple other commits that that you feel really strongly about and, and you know their potential to be stars at the next level yeah um I mean really top to bottom uh, I love how this class has come together I love the players in it you know 19 of the 24 Texas high school football players most of them I've been able to see on Friday nights you know of course Austin you know he's going to get the most attention he's a top rated kid or top rated player in the class. And of course he's a quarterback, you know, the star position. Um, but the other groups I like, I like how the defenses come together. The secondary with guys like Tayshawn Wilson from Maid Creek and Katie, Carl Williams uh, from Baton Rouge and Corey Huff, Aldine Nimitz, LeVar Thornton from Fort Worth. And then, you know, also guys like a DJ Coleman, he's a hyper athletic safety he actually played Austin Novosad in the state seven on seven tournament and called station at the end of June. And he was, that was my first time seeing him play in person. And, you know, he really, he really, I know it was seven on seven, of course, but he was flying around that field, making plays. Uh, he actually picked off Austin Novosad twice, one to win the game. So, you know, secondary is solid. The D line also solid. You know, they, they got guys like Jaron Woods, Trey Wilson, who, you know, they won a recruiting battle with against USC for, which is, you know, I don't think that got talked about enough. Uh, you know, they got guys like Brendan Bett, who they also battled other Big 12 programs with, other Texas, you know, big programs with. And then the offensive line is solid. They got Sean Tompkins from Georgia. That was a huge recruiting battle against some SEC schools even. And then what I like the most, though, is the linebacker class. It's headlined by Christian Braithwaite from Cy Ranch in Houston. Um, you know, there's other guys like Corey Kelly, too, from Clear Falls. But the player that intrigues me the most out of that group is Torian York from Temple. You know, he's currently the third lowest rated recruit in the class. However, he's a football player. And what I mean by a football player, he's playing at the highest classification in Texas high school football, which in my, of course, biased opinion is the hardest high school classification to play in. You know, this is a guy who started on varsity at one of the largest schools in all of Texas since his freshman year, a guy that's made the all district team since his freshman year, a guy that has been the MVP of the whole district his sophomore and junior year. He's led the district in tackles since his freshman year. You know, this is a guy who I think would be, you know, a much larger national recruit. 
if you know he was over six foot, he's little undersized, that's all holding holds him back. But you know, off the field, he's number five in his class at a school with over uh, four thousand kids, I believe, a- academically. And you know, he's worn a, the C patch on his jersey, the captain patch since his sophomore year. You know, this is just a guy that fits the. This is the poster child for Baylor recruiting and the Baylor football program. I feel like you know, and especially because the SE is undersized, but this is what Baylor excels at so much. The talent development and also, you know, taking chances on guys that other programs have maybe offered or, you know, passed on because they're undersized and they're worried about their long-term potential. But the talent development at Baylor, I believe is, you know, top notch and getting guys like Torin York, getting guys like DJ Coleman, who are raw as a player, but athletically through the roof. And you combine that with players like Austin Nova said, like the sky can only be the limit for this 2023 class. Yeah, potential captain there. Uh, you mentioned Torian York and uh, obviously a program right now that is is humming along as we approach the, the start of the season at the high school level as well as the, the college level. Jordan, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we can't wait to to follow all the action throughout the year. You can do so on Twitter at jscruggs247. Take care, Jordan. Yes, sir. Have a good one. All right, that was Jordan Scruggs, a member of recruiting analyst for the Baylor site on the 24-7 Sports Network. For Jordan and our producer, Lance Glenn, I am Larry Angulo. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meats.